Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning, witches. It is December 22nd, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by the Red-Haired Witch. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, remember, peace on earth, goodwill to men, includes witches. By Samantha Stevens, Bewitched. So, um, talking about headlines today, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about some TikTok drama and something it reminded me of. So, apparently, there are some people speaking out against uh, spiritual TikTok, and more specifically, like fear mongering spiritual TikTok. And they brought up the idea of spiritual psychosis. Which let me pull up the addition, uh, the uh, official definition of, which is behaviors and thought patterns expressed during spiritual emergencies and psychosis, exemplifying a loss of rational thought, such as symptoms including disorganized behaviors, irrational, confused speech. Basically, it's psychosis, but uh, from a spiritual trigger or spiritual. Um, a spiritual mindset. And it brings up something I've always been pretty careful about. And, you know, we've had people write in like, oh, why don't you talk about this or that or like uh, prophecies of the end of the world and all of this. And I've never wanted to do that, no matter how interesting or fascinating it could be, because I never wanted to scare people. I've always taken my platform pretty pretty seriously, and I've always taken on the fact that I know people listen to me as being um, a very, very big responsibility. And I noticed very early on that I would have uh, friends or acquaintances or whatever either have this happen themselves or tell stories of it of someone who happens, where maybe they're going to a new witch group. And there's one member who suddenly thinks everyone has cursed her, you know, or I'll have a friend who's new to witchcraft and goes, oh, but what if I mess up and I am cursed forever? Or I'll have a friend who um, will, who had like a spiritual, like a scammer after her and was telling her all these horrible things were going to happen to her. And I know I was hearing stories like this pretty early on in my spiritual journey and my witch journey. And it really showed me that, hey, you know, um, some people are going to be more vulnerable to the things we say. And uh, we need to take things very 
carefully and seriously and try not to fear monger, try not to um, instill paranoia because some people are just more naturally prone to paranoia, whether they have religious trauma, whether they have mental health issues, maybe they have a personality disorder, maybe they have um, uh, mental health uh, diagnoses such as anxiety or um, schizophrenia or, I mean, or some people are just naturally more sensitive to that sort of thing. And I always knew a lot of different types of people were going to be listening to me, reading the stuff I put out. And I never wanted to be the cause of somebody, uh, maybe making choices or decisions that could be hurtful because maybe they took something I said literally or, um, I said, well, if you do this, you're going to, it's going to bounce back and it's going to get you. I never wanted to be that person. And this is actually something I kind of talk about in my ethics of divination class. Uh, I did an ethics class. It was about an hour and a half uh, this summer. And something I talk about is the careful balance between, yes, people are um, trusting you and expecting information from you, but you have to have some humility and you can't be so narcissistic as to think you are 100% right all the time. Because if you say something that causes somebody to, um, make choices that could hurt them, I do feel I could be responsible for that. If not like legally, morally, you know? And um, so hearing people kind of bring up the idea of spiritual psychosis uh, by people who are choosing to tell people who might be vulnerable, um, if you do this, you're going to be hurt spiritually or astrally or, um, you know, demons are going to come after you. I'm going to send demons after you. Things like that. Okay. Now, you know, that is bordering on not occultism, but just spiritual fear. So I'm just going to kind of put this out here right now. If you're ever in a space, if you're ever in a space or a situation or a group, or you're following someone on Instagram or TikTok or a podcast or me, if I ever say this, if anyone ever says anything that makes you fearful, for your safety in any way, that's a space you need to remove yourself from. Uh, the point of all of this is not to be fearful. And there's plenty of religions and paths where if you want to be afraid, you can join them, you know, but I don't want you in those spaces. I don't want your life to be a fearful experience. So if you find yourself in these group situations, spiritualities, no matter the religion, no matter the new age, no matter the whatever, no matter how old or not old it is, if you are in a spirituality that makes things scary, that's not a spirituality you need to be a part of, or that doesn't need to be a space you need to be in or people you need to follow. Okay. So, um, that was just something I noticed because while I was, I knew people like that existed. Um, I always knew I was always being very careful, uh, in what I presented, how I presented it, uh, the information I shared, because I never wanted anyone who could be vulnerable to, uh, paranoia or paranoid thoughts to hear, misunderstood, take literally, uh, overinflate 
um, to get upset or to upset themselves, you know? So that's just kind of my little PSA for our headlines today. Uh, if you're, if you're a part of any group, spirituality, culture that makes being afraid, um, afraid of the world, afraid of the end of the world, afraid of demons, afraid of curses. If you're ever around that, I want you to remove yourself from it because it's not going to uh, be good for you spiritually. It's not going to be good for you in your power. And the only thing that can come of that is more fear. You know, anyways, this is not scripted at all either. I'm really just kind of talking straight from my butt, <laughs> my heart, my head, whatever part of my body it's coming from. Uh, I'm just speaking straight from for how I feel. So uh, I may not have said everything perfectly, but I really hope that uh, the message is getting across. All right, witches. I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, December 22nd. The waxing gibbous moon plods purposefully through Taurus today. Here, the moon conjuncts Jupiter. We're feeling rather jovial today, ready to meet the road as it rises up toward us. The moon conjunct Jupiter can make everything feel doable, and in Taurus, we're ready to put our money where our mouths are both literally and figuratively. This is a great day to really go for it. Put yourself out there and see where the chips fall. It's hard to be so willfully vulnerable, but we must try it every now and again or else, what are we even doing here? So just do it. Invest in yourself and your dreams today. We can only do big if we can dream big. Your daily moon mantra is, dreams come a size too big so that we can grow into them. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Red-Haired Witch is an online shop with a unique mix of -of one-of-a-kind handmade items, candles, jewelry, homegrown herbs, and a selection of crystals, vintage finds, and metaphysical items. Every order ships free and is carefully packaged by the owner, Lisa, herself. Lisa knows what she likes when shopping and looking for her own witchy items, and she's confident you'll like what she's curated in her shop. Many of the products offered are handcrafted in-house, including silver and gemstone jewelry, spell bottles, art, apothecary items, statues, incense, and more. You can shop securely at theredhairedwitch.com and can also find her on Instagram as the Red Haired Witch Shop. That's S H O P P E, as well as on Facebook as the Red Haired Witch. All right, witches. So we have a little something special from one of our listeners, Amber. She actually posted this last year but it was just too late into the season for us to share. So we saved it all year so we could share it this year. Uh, Amber shared this on the Facebook group December 23rd of last year. She wrote, happy late solstice. We were traveling and I wasn't quite finished. We decided last minute to leave at 8 p.m. the night before and drive all the way to beat this wild Arctic blast that was coming our way. We definitely surprised Mama and Papa by getting to their house 10 hours earlier than expected. I wanted to share this story of the winter solstice I recently learned about called Mother Dear. Immediately after I heard it, I had to illustrate it, which she did. Uh, She says, I believe it's Celtic. 
During the freezing winter, all the forest animals were huddled in the dark together for warmth. They decided one of them needed to go get the sun, but the sun is hot and none of them wanted to get burned. Mother deer volunteered. Female deer don't shed their antlers during the winter, so she set out to search for the sun goddess. While in the woods, she met an old man in the forest. She told him about her quest and he offered her a mushroom. He said it will help her on her journey. She happily accepted and went on her way. Shortly after, she gained flight. She flew up in the sky and woke the sun goddess. She told her that the forest creatures were freezing and she needs to come back. The sun goddess said that she was so tired, so Mother Deer offered to carry her down. And that's the story of Mother Deer and the winter solstice. And the image is really sweet. The deer going on uh, their little journey, uh, meeting the man in the forest, taking flight. And then uh, the sun goddess is depicted as um, a woman in like a fetal position surrounded by fire. And then uh, she's carried down. It's really beautiful. All right. So I asked our listeners what their favorite Yule traditions were because we covered solo ideas. We covered family, coven, group traditional, non-traditional. So I was like, okay, what about our listeners? Maybe they have some really unique ideas. So I posted, what is your favorite Yule tradition? So first I uh, wrote and I said, while not Yule specific, my favorite thing is that we don't really do Christmas dinner, but instead we do Christmas breakfast. I have hospital family and growing up Christmas night was solo for me. So Christmas breakfast was our tradition. My brother would even ask Santa for it every year. I really, really hope he thought we did it because Santa asked for it. Uh, So, uh, Lilith says, Yule log. Yes. So, Lilith always does uh, her Yule log, which is quite beautiful. Um, We've talked about it before, and you can see gorgeous pictures of it on the Facebook Saren says, I make our family's traditional butter cookies. I also write down 12 intentions and blessings and burn one a day for 12 nights, nights of Yule. Last year, I made Bush Noel, a Yule log cake, for the first time, and that might also become a regular tradition. I would love to successfully make a Yule log cake. Ooh, they are gorgeous, um, but I'm already not the best baker in the world, and so I need to, like, nail cake before I nail cake that rolls. <laughs> Tara says, telling ghost stories by the fireplace. I'm also taking up my grandma's tradition of making cookies as a way to honor her spirit. Lex says, we open new books and have fancy hot chocolate on Christmas Eve and stay up late reading. I also make mulled wine and a Yule log during the months before. Tori says, making garlands with my son. Amanda says, spending time through winter to light a candle, turn on a holiday film or music, and decorate my home with my partner. If we have taken the time to get the Yule log together, we'll light the candles on it each night. I also love refreshing the dried orange slices and rosemary in my window. Stephanie says, on the winter solstice, I get up before dawn and sit in the dark to watch the sun come up. Then I bake grandmother's molasses cookies and write on slips of paper things I want to let go of into the new year and things I hope to bring in for the next. I always save some dried uh, clipped branches from our previous Christmas tree and use them to light our Yule fire pit. 
I read each slip of paper before I burn it, letting things go or calling them toward me. Celebrating Yule with these rituals makes it a favorite time of year. Manda says, a lot of my traditions are very Christmassy, but I would also really like to begin being more intentional about introducing Yule traditions. Christina says, making my home smell of Yule, simmer pots, candles, anything that gives that spiced warm feeling. And Rachel says, my mom and I are going to start making cookies each year. And Shannon says, filling my house with the smell of baked goods. I love it. I love that a lot of people here are in the spirit of starting traditions. Like a lot of the vibes here are like, we just started doing this or like, I want to start doing this. And I love that energy. Like we always can grow and evolve and change and do things that we want to do, you know, and I think it's really neat. All right, witches. So don't forget, this is the last normal episode for the year. I'll be back in January, but on uh, December 25th, so Monday, Christmas Day, we will have our annual variety show where you can come and hang out and uh, listen and listen to songs and stories and activities and it's just a really fun time so definitely make your favorite christmas beverage whether it's mulled wine cider hot chocolate eggnog uh pop buttered rum whatever you enjoy and just come hang out with us on christmas or save it for christmas eve or new year's day or whichever day that you feel like you most need uh our cheer all right, witches, that's all I've got for you today. Um, I do want to give some shout outs. First, Sarah H. Sarah, you brilliant rule-breaking moth. Yasha, you formidable, powerful, tropical fish. Tara, you perfect, magical sunflower. And Bonnie, you splendid, scholarly sunset. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate you. And we will talk again next year. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.